Alright. Welcome everybody to the um, 17th episode of CG Cast. Today with me I have Simon, Franklin, and Ben. Uh, today's like what? Today's the 5th of March, 2006. So we've been doing this for a while. I think I started in September or something. It's a few months. Anyways, um, the first episode, the first topic for today, we'll be talking about Expose 4, how everybody... Oh, who the hell is Whistler? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's actually my dad. That's the door, Simon. No, it's not me. It's my oh. dad. Go okay. tell him to shut up. I can't bother edit this. We've gone too far. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyways, the f uh, the first topic for today is Expose 4, how um, the Call of Entries is over. So did any of you guys enter? I wanted to, but didn't. Why not? Because I'm not good enough. Obviously. But you never know, there might be a judge that just loves your style and says, Yes, I want this image in the book. You didn't yeah. take the chance? I'll, I'll do it next, next book, maybe. They always say that the next book, the next book, but they never submit anything. I know. <laughs> Take the chance when it's there. Anyways, <laughs> I submitted my images and I hope I get in. Probably one, but. How many did you submit? I don't know. A bunch. Yeah. The best one I sent was the rose I did, you know, the rejection letter and stuff. I'm sorry, but. No. Yeah. How big do you have to render it? Uh, 3,200 by 240, that's as big as I got the rows. Did that take you a while? Uh, it took me a day with Mental Ray. Wow. <laughs> but the other ones I couldn't with V-Ray. V-Ray was being such a bitch. Kept crashing and giving errors. So I had to render them out smaller. Do you have the final up on CGCast? The, the what? Forms? Do you have the final render on the forms? Actually, no. I just did it. It was up the entire night. Rendering oh, it really okay. big, just uh, just like the night before the deadline, rendering it as big as I could, and went into Photoshop and fixed it up and everything. So it kind of looks different from the versions I have on my site. I think yeah. it looks better. <laughs> I hope you fix the textures. Well, there was no textures wrong with the rolls. What was wrong with the rolls? It looked a little waxy. Well, I think Photoshop fixed that. I, I, I changed so. it. I'll send you the link later, but it's a very right. small thumbnail. <laughs> Anyways, next is the contest. Anybody entering the contest? I may yet still join, but I haven't yet, and I probably won't. Wait, hold on. Before, the this next CG challenge on CG Talk or CG, CG Societies, the journey begins. Let me read from it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it in this challenge, in this challenge in traits, entrance must depict a scene that encapsulates. Pretty sure everybody uses encapsulates every day. It's my new favorite word. Encapsulate, encapu, encapsulates <laughs> the emotion and trappings of character, of a character or group, setting out an epic journey. The final words must demonstrate. The final I can't read. The final works must demonstrate a depth of story and a view that shows the characters up close and the journey beyond. This can be metaphorical though it must be clear without any explanation how the image depicts a character departing on a great journey. The key theme of this challenge is to portray the emotions of a character or characters about to embark on some kind of journey. 
it is recommended that entrants focus on physically small characters. But why? It's not fair. Bugs, hobbits, elves, children, fairy, fairies, birds, animals, micro-robots, whatever. In a foreground setting against a vast backdrop of epic proportions, by comparison. What do you guys think about that? Sounds fun. I mean, yeah, it's certainly an interesting theme. Yeah, yeah, it's a theme open for a ton of cliché. <laughs> Seriously, how many knights are we going to see getting ready for battle? Well, I'm going to see a micro-robot. That's a nanobot. <laughs> Nanobilly. <laughs> Oh no, don't stop. <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't, the only thing, I, I don't know, what I would do is like a woman like giving birth. What? A woman I don't think birth. people want to see that. It's a journey with a little child. It's deep. Nobody else would do it. But True. I don't want to look at the reference images. I'd probably end up <laughs> a lot. But the prices are pretty. The prizes are pretty good. There's fifty thousand bucks worth of prizes distributed between uh, sixteen people. You can get a new computer if you win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do the box. Actually, I'd rather win second runner-up than first runner-up. I'd rather have max eight really? than Maya seven. <laughs> so that's weird. Uh, so. Well, you guys have any ideas you want to throw away at this? I gave you my birthing idea. The journey. The journey. The mm -hmm. journey begins. I have until May 27th, so you have quite a bit of time. Everything that I thought was a cliche. Exactly, that's the problem. This thing is yeah. just too prone to cliche. Some good stuff. Um, the community award. If you talk a lot, <laughs> you can get a, a free soft image XSI version five I'm foundation. I'm I'm just about to buy that, so I might actually just join the challenge and spend the whole time doing that and win that prize. <laughs> five hundred bucks, not so bad. I wish Max was five hundred dollars. Probably have version eight stuck. What does version. Max go for nowadays? Like three thousand five hundred bucks, and you add a thousand. Something for the subscription. Yeah, but you can always. She has a subscription. You can get it cheaper. You could always get the student license. Student version. Yeah, but doesn't does the student license limit the resolution you can render at or something? Does it have any limits at all? Besides not being able to sell stuff made from it. Well, should. Does anybody know? I don't know. I was looking on the discrete website and it's, well, Autodesk website and didn't say anything. If anybody knows, please kindly send me an email. I would love to know. XSI, you can get it on a student license and you can get the full version, not just foundation, on student license for like really dirt cheap, like a couple hundred dollars. And I was going to go for it, but you have to have been in a course for something like six weeks. Well, I haven't. So, I'm in a course. I've been in a course six or five months. Yeah, you could get it. That's what I like, Max. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> anybody knows if these student things have uh, limits, limitations, or whatever? Kindly send an email. Archer at cgcast.com. Would love to know. If it does, I'll probably try and get XSI. Probably learn something new. 
that I missed the renders. Okay, so that's it. No more. Nobody have has any ideas to throw away. Franklin, nope. what goes on in the mind of Franklin? <laughs> well, I was actually um, kind of interested in the robot idea, in the journey. A robot has nothing to journey. It has no free will. It's artificial intelligence. Well, well, that's the challenge, right? To give um, completely mechanical characters some life. Well, journey to the to the charger to the outlet. <laughs> yeah, you build some character around it, you know, give it some significance. Well, the, the journey of those little spider bots, well, they weren't really octopus, octopus bots in the Matrix. The journey to Zion. The Sentinels. Yeah. Yes, those things. Journey begins to Zion. It's not very original, but yeah. Anyways, you guys see Spore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. That's pretty awesome. I really want that game. I mean, I'm not sure I do. Because you're wrong and I'm right. No, I'm kidding. No, no, it's great. But <laughs> it's just the way that the game's kind of put together. It's going to be one like on the sandbox games that you once you've done everything that you can do to like break it or make stuff or once you've done everything cool, you'll just get bored of it. Like yes, but that applies for everything. But I know. The thing is, how long will it take you to get bored? It depends, because if it's in as much detail as in the demo, but for full game, then it could be good. But if it's just what's in the demo, it, it wouldn't last very long. But that demo's pretty old. I think that demo's from E3, and just yeah. not released. I'm pretty sure it's more elaborated by now. I mean, you start Probably. off single-cell organisms, and you go out and you can blow up planets. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they skipped <laughs> quite a bit in that demo to keep it 35 minutes. <laughs> I like the whole procedural animation bit. That was pretty cool. I wish they did that in CG, man. Well, man. they are trying to make a system like that. It costs yeah. mucho money, man. And, the, and Morphin, or whatever it's I called. Just, I was just thinking how bad that is for the people working at EA. Because, like, the like, managers are going to see it and be like, wow, oh, you can do that in one game. Why don't we do it in all the games? In fact, why don't we take that technology, put it on the games, and then fire half the company? <laughs> and being A, they'll, pro yeah, they'll probably do it. I don't think they could get like very specific animations with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the creature kind of walked a bit like disjointedly, didn't it? Yeah, well, the creatures, we don't have anything to reference them to, so the animation can be as badly unrealistic as possible and we wouldn't care. <laughs> True. <laughs> but having like procedural animations for like, like people, that would be awesome. I can make yeah, maybe for like crowds and stuff. Oh, have you guys played the movies? It's a really cool computer game called The Movies by Lionhead Studios. Yeah, Peter uh, Mullen. Yeah, oh. Peter Mullen. Yeah. And you make like movies. Yes, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, what, first you have to beat the game and then you get all the props and technology. Like you start the game in black and well, the first movies start with black and white cameras. Sucky actors, sucky props, but once you reach like 2006, you get all the cool technology. And once yeah. you beat it, there's like a sandbox mode, and it's very, very vast. So like, if you're planning to make a short, you can like do a do a storyboard with the movie, and you can like see it. things that some of the scenes you can't. They're missing a few things, like if you want to kill somebody, like <laughs> like somebody jumping <laughs> off a building. I'm not sure if you can do that. I was trying. 
No, but like there's some specific <laughs> things that you might want that you can't do. You can make you can do workarounds, but I think yeah. it's still pretty cool. If I tried to storyboard some of my movies that I want to make for school, but my movies are weird, <laughs> so I can't really do it with that. But maybe if I make like a normal movie, I could probably do a storyboard with it, and it's pretty cool. It teaches you a lot about cinema. Teach anything about Uwe Ball. Uh, <laughs> you can be, you can make movies as bad as Uwe Ball if you. Want. <laughs> it's really cool. Did he have a? What? Did he have a demo out? What the movies? Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's, the cool thing is you can submit your movies to the internet to to their online thing and then other people can watch it and they vote on it and all of that you can put subs yeah. I've seen some of the fan created movies there was a really cool World War 2 one American soldier falls in with falls in love with a Russian can um, you load your own models into it no I don't think so but there's a lot of diversity there's a lot of costumes you have futuristic costumes World War 2 normal casual Costumes from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Can you make Sounds your own cool. costumes? No, I don't think so. I'm sure you'll be able to. There's a modding scene or something. Uh, Lionhead, like, uh, if you submit movies and stuff, they give you, like, I don't remember what the currency is, but they give you, like, some points or whatever to buy some new props and new sets. Cool. There's lots of sets, so it's really cool. You can make whatever movie you want. I give it two thumbs up. <laughs> if you're interested, check it out. Anyways, back to Spore. Spore. I wonder how how they keep everything calculated. It must really be CPU intensive because if they have everything being tracked on the entire universe at one time, how one planet is progressing and all of that. I wonder how they do that. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm, it must like pause one of them or something or just do it really roughly Maybe. actually talking about procedural games there was someone posted one on the thread um the first person shooter right yeah called Krieger or something yeah it has a weird name it was like, like a few kilobytes yeah it was 96 kilobytes I was like what the hell and it's a full working shooter okay it's not exactly that good but mm good proof of concept. The thing with procedural games, they take more to calculate. Take yeah. longer to calculate. But maybe in the future all the games will be procedural. Procedural AI. It actually learns. Well, it learns, Franklin. It learns. I don't I don't know about all the games being procedural. It won't work for every type of genre. Why not? Well, think about it. If you want to build a story around your character, like if you wanted scripted events and stuff like that, where you want a certain type of character with a certain type of texture, certain type of animation, procedural won't really work too well then. I didn't say it had to be random. The textures well, could be procedural. Could be no, but if you want procedural means like calculated on the fly. That doesn't mean yeah, I know, I know. But if you wanted happen. something, you know, from an artistic perspective. You, can you want to do it. complete control over the texture. You can have complete control with procedural. It doesn't have to be random. Yeah, procedural but I mean from a two D point of view. Procedural. You want to actually actually paint everything. Why would you want to paint everything? 
I think it's probably a good thing considering the games you're now needing like, you know, thousands of props just for like one level or something because you know, gamers getting really picky now. And if, if half those objects could have just been made from other objects or they can generate their own textures and you just save yourself half the work. Exactly, and games will be cheaper and I won't have to buy them second hand at the thrift shops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, half my GameCube collection is bought from the thrift shop. That's terrible. Hey, it's the piece of plastic cost me 50 francs extra, no thank you. The wrapper cost me 55, 50 francs extra, no thank you. You should buy them from the like publishers, because if, if you don't, then no one's getting any money for it. And then people in the industry don't get any money for it, and then they go out of business, and then you've ruined people's lives, because you okay. bought your games at a thrift shop. Okay, You're you shocking. Have, you have a choice. <laughs> 100 francs, 100 francs, that's $80. Eighty dollars. What? For oh. a GameCube game, or would you pay twenty francs for a GameCube game that was played by one kid? He probably well, the game was probably in English. He couldn't read English. It's a French country. Couldn't read English, so he decided to sell it. Why do you want to play GameCube games? <laughs> My GameCube rocks, man. There's Metroid Prime, best first-person shooter ever. Half-Life can eat its heart out. There's Zelda, Super Smash Brothers. Pikmin, Eternal Darkness, I have Metal Gear Solid. It's lots of good games. Well, I'm not much of a gamer, so I don't really know. Oh. Too busy working. <laughs> I'm working too. Um, I don't know why, but yeah. Anyways, we're going off topic. Yeah. So imagine all the games being procedural. Like all the objects being built there. You could fill up the world and have. Everything would be interacted with physics. Yeah. Oh, the physics cards. Unreal Tournament 2007 is supposed to be supporting that. Cool. Yeah, the GA, GX or whatever it's called. Um, what it does, it gives you more frames per second. It calculates everything much faster. So that should be interesting. Have you seen um, Oblivion? Elder yeah, Scrolls that's Four. Oblivion, isn't it? That's I really want to play that. That's coming out on the 20th of March. I really want that game. The thing is, um, as like procedural, like eventually it could get to the point where the story itself could be a procedural like thing, because the characters might, you know, it could, I guess, we're getting into like 50 years time or something. The story being procedural, that's what I think Franklin was talking about. I don't want the story to be procedural. Yeah. Well, if it's a good story, I wouldn't matter. Unless, months. yeah, that's the thing. It probably won't be a good story. Well, it would be better than Doom Three story. Uh, Doom Three <laughs> is a procedural story. Yeah. Just go to Mars. Well, actually, it had a bit of a story. Like if you read all the PDAs and listened to all the logs. Okay, somebody answered the phone. <laughs> no, I had a. It had a if you listen to all the PDAs and the logs and all that stuff, it was interesting. Yeah, but I, I played about three levels of the demo, then decided not to buy it. I have it's pretty cool, and some of the bosses are awesome. I like the plasma gun effects. Yeah. Anyways, we're going off topic. Have you seen? Have you guys seen the the Project Origami by Microsoft? Oh yeah. Is that their rival to the iPod? Actually, the iPod can go to hell. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care about the iPod or the iPod video. I actually see it as 
Yeah, I actually see it as more as a rival to a PSP or something like that. No, you guys yeah. are wrong. It's a rival to a tablet PC PDA. <laughs> True. Because, oh, I don't tablet PCs again. <laughs> because the iPod is horrible because you have to have ACC tracks, and then if you put your iPod on a new computer, you lose all your music. True. Yeah. And it has that horrible DRM. I will never ever buy an iPod. You drop it, you lose 300 bucks. <laughs> and I'm using iPod headphones right now, and they are not good at all. <laughs> Hypocrite. What? Well, I you, I if you wear iPod like headphones in London, you're just asking to get mugged. I have People a just go around looking for them. I have a creative MP3 player, and it sounds good. That thing fell in the lake with me, and it was working underwater. <laughs> is that? And it sounds fantastic. <laughs> but anyways, I'm ranting here. Yeah, let's get back to origami. Yeah, the origami. Well, the video that they showed is about a year old, so hopefully they changed the design of it. Probably looks better by now. As long as it doesn't have any DRM on it, I'll be happy. It's not because I'm a pirate or something, but <laughs> <laughs> it's running Windows XP. It should be running Vista. And it looks like it was running Halo, so that means it has quite a bit of power. Hmm. I mean, not even my PC. Well, I don't know. Halo, Halo, <laughs> the PC was really buggy as hell, so I don't, I don't know. I borrowed it from a friend, played it for five minutes, uninstalled it, and never looked back. But yeah, so imagine you could like use 3D Max on that while you're in the train, you're going to work, you can model something really quick or open Photoshop and do a bit of painting. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Good what do you control with, with like a stylus or? Yes, uh, if it's tablet PC it would probably be Wacom because I think they use like the Wacom technology. Yeah, I've got that in my tablet. The thing is, you paint something on it and then you load it up at your like home desktop and the colors will be like crap. Because that's what I found with my tablet PC. I think the if you use the remote connection, you can change that. You can put it to 32-bit colors. I use the remote mm -hmm. desktop with my mom with my mom's computer, and the colors are the same. Do you guys know if it's pressure sensitive? If it's using the Wacom technology, probably should be. Yeah, yeah it would be at least in just like two level. No, it would be 256 pressure. Isn't that 256? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not pressure sensitive, master genius. <laughs> no, what else? But you see, in the entire video was like uh, interconnecting with all the devices, the cell phones, the cameras, all of that wirelessly. Yeah. How the hell is it going to do that? Especially imagine photographer. A virus. No, 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 no. I don't know any cameras that use Bluetooth. Yeah, a cell phone. It's Bluetooth. I. I had my friend send me photos from his camera, from his phone to my pocket PC, no problem. But a camera with Bluetooth? Yeah, there are cameras with wireless connections and stuff. All SLRs though. But are they fast? I wouldn't know. Well, they must go at full speed. Probably. It'll probably be faster than using your SD card or whatever. Mm, it would have to save on the SD card. We need somewhere. To, I don't think it would save directly to the origami, would it? No, I'm just saying that it would be faster to move it from the camera rather than taking the SD card out of the camera and putting it in your PC. Well, I don't put the SD card in my PC, I just transfer it with a USB cable. Yeah, but that's that's slow as well. Oh, well, I find it slow anyway. 
I mean, I th you would think USB would be faster than wireless. Yeah. USB 2. Because it's a couple megabytes per second. Wireless goes like 50, doesn't it? Who knows how fast USB goes? You, I don't know. I think <laughs> USB 2 goes really, really fast. It's faster than Firewire. Yeah. It's about 100 megabytes a second, I think. Yeah, so it's faster than Firewire. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's faster than wireless. Than Wi-Fi. But still, uh, how can it communicate with everything? Under maybe Microsoft has big plans. Maybe they would want to make a giant WiMAX network around the world. <laughs> and also that all the origamis communicate with each other. Oh God! Could you imagine? It's one person gets a virus on the train, and like everyone has the virus by the time you get off. Well, in the future, I think they probably put Windows Windows Vista on it. Yeah, it's going to be bedridden for at least a no. couple months. No, because yes. it's been delayed, delayed so long that maybe Microsoft is putting effort. You know. Hopefully, they are, yeah. I heard a rumor that all the old Xbox games will work on Windows Vista. That would be cool. <laughs> That'd be very cool. Another thing: How are you going to get your programs on to the origami? If it has no optical drive, you just use a program like a virtual, virtual, uh, virtual drive to put all your programs on there. No, I tried that with my tablet PC, but look, like every disk now has like rootkits or something on it that like looks for cloning programs and such. So there's no point. If it, it, Doom Three did that with Clone CD. I used to back up my CDs with Clone CD, and I had to uninstall Clone CD. Oh, I had that, yeah. Just to like open a CD, and it was like I wasn't even trying to copy it. No, just to run it on my computer. I had to like uninstall everything I had from all my backup systems as well, like legitimate backup programs. Yes, but uh, Clone CD went out of business. But Alcohol, there's a program called Alcohol One, One Hundred Twenty Percent. Oh yeah, we use that work. And that that has no problems with any of the games or any of the backups or anything. In Honduras, the CDs used to get uh, cancer, what we used to call cancer, where like the the metal, the metal part would just like rust or something. So yeah, peel off. No, when peel off was like a like a a pattern. It was like a worm walked all over the CD. So I had to back up my CDs all the time. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. Uh, CDs only last like two years. Have you read all the articles about it? Everyone was. I have some CDs that are much older than two years, so it depends. Oh, yeah, I suppose it depends on like the quality and stuff, but it's kind of worrying because like DVDs, I'm buying a massive collection of DVDs, and they're not going to be working in 20 years or something. So I don't know. I have everything saved on uh, RAID. Uh, no, what is it? It's a SCSI hard drive. All my stuff goes. I have them on two hard drives: on my main hard drive and on my backup hard drive. So. And I have yeah. a few of the things on CD, so if something messes up, I have three options. Hmm. It's better be safe than sorry. So, um, I wonder what else the origami could be, could do besides that. I wonder if it would be strong enough to do video editing on Premiere. Wow. I mean, that would be something. Yeah, you have the stylus and you use little cuts and. If yeah. you could be on site taking pictures and then compositing it in AE or something like that on the go, that would be amazing. 
After Effects is slow as hell, man. Even on my computer. It's what? Slow. After Effects. Oh. Well, which version do you have? I sounded quite fast. I don't know. It's version six. Six point five. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get the new version. That's actually the fastest version I know. I don't know. I I feel much more comfortable in Premiere. Well, Premiere doesn't really let you do a lot. Yeah, but for what I'm doing, I'm doing mostly student films. My school wants me to use Final Cut. Final oh. Cut just feels very bad. I don't like <laughs> it. So I'm stuck with Premiere. And I like Premiere. I haven't had no problems with Premiere. I've done basic stuff. I'm not like going out of doing super special effects. <laughs> Because normally I have to make one movie in a week. Yeah. So, no time for that. But if I could do, like, I spend like an hour every day waiting for the train, if I could be doing something productive with that on the origami, because my pocket PC could never, ever run well, <laughs> Premiere. I'm sure you could do image manipulation on it. Yeah, in the video they had like Alias Sketch Pro or something. So you could yeah. do that. But if you could do great. hardcore video editing, that would be so awesome. That it would have a firewire output, I would just record it directly from my video camera onto the origami and just do it there. That would be so cool. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'd imagine that it's going to be a little pricey. They said it would be like under a thousand bucks. Wow. I don't know. Who know. Well, hopefully, maybe Microsoft. Microsoft has money. You could show off your like your portfolios and stuff like business meetings and interviews and stuff. I could do that with my pocket PC. I love my pocket PC. It's better than <laughs> any PSP or iPod video. <laughs> Not as good as my tablet PC then. <laughs> well, I have six. It's what well, can your tablet PC fit in your pocket? We've had this conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Size matters, man. Hmm. Anyways, Franklin, is there something you wanted to say? About the origami? No, about compositing and stuff, whatever. Oh yeah, I want to talk about 3D trackers, because there's a really interesting 3D tracker out there. <coughs> it's kind of old, but I thought I'd just plug it here anyway. I know nothing about 3D tracking, enlightenment. <laughs> okay, well, um, what the 3D tracker does, it selects certain points in your scene with high contrast so that it can track it. So if you have something like a marker on the ground, it'll track that. And then you set various markers and it, according to how these markers move, it'll calculate a virtual camera for you that moves exactly like the original camera used in the footage. Now with the new programs that are coming out here, they just... Um, they automatically set these points. They, you know, analyze the footage and they find certain points of high contrast that they can track, and they totally automate the whole process. Of course, sometimes it doesn't give you all that good results, but it's pretty interesting. Interesting. Um, so I was listening to Twit. It's another podcast called This Week in Tech, and we were talking about three D trackers, also about Bijou or whatever. That oh, they're yeah. having a cheaper version, but you're not allowed to make money from it. It's an educational version. And there was one of the guys, he worked on Star Wars and stuff, and he was joking that in the first Jurassic Park, when they were making that movie, 
that tracking all of that had to be done by hand. So whenever you saw any of the 3D dinosaurs, the camera would just like stop moving. Like every other scene, the camera would be moving around, panning and all that. As soon as you see a virtual dinosaur, the camera just does not move at all. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, tree tracking allows for a lot more flexibility these days as, uh, as far as VFX is concerned. You can have really dynamic shots and still be able to track it. It but brings in realism too, doesn't it? Because yeah. when the camera's moving, your eyes like going all over the place. Whereas if the camera's still, you just focus on the graphics, and then you see them are fake, and then they just stick out. It's yeah. a moving camera. Just Don't abuse it. moving cameras. Oh, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm doing cinema class, and and I have had friends abuse the moving camera, abuse zooming, and it's horrible. Yeah, I've seen students overdo it. That's why tripods. I love my tripod. <laughs> About moving cameras, I was one time I was filming outside in Lausanne, and the day we decided to go filming is the coldest day of the year. It was horrible. And um, my friend was holding the camera. We were filming the movie, and when we showed the teacher, it was like, "What the hell, Jill? Were you shivering because the camera was shaking so much?" <laughs> And after that, I got a tripod. But it was so cold that night when we had to go into a bar, and I had to put my hands under hot water, and that was so painful. But yes, winter rocks. Anyways, anything else, Franklin? Oh yeah, I just wanted to plug the University of Hanover, that's developing this totally free Voodoo camera tracker. So if you guys like to play around with camera tracking, just Go down to the site and download the tracker. What's the site? Um, did, well, I'll I'll put it in the notes. It's kind of weird. Just say it here. I don't think okay. anybody really checks the notes. <laughs> if you check right, the um, notes, send me an email. I would like to know if I'm just wasting my time or not. <laughs> I'm interested. It's um, digilabdigilab.uni. Dash Hanover. H A N N O V E R. D E. Okay, that's easy to remember. Okay. <laughs> what are but huh, normally do you know how much a tracker or uh, tracking program costs? Aren't they like really expensive? Oh yeah. Um there's this commercial tracker called PF Track, I think. It's quite pricey. You know how much? Um let me check. Anyways, um since the show's almost over, it's time to like say some stuff like there's a CG cast chat. It's chat.cgcast.com and you can join. There are a few people that join in the room now. There's Alex K. I'm in there, but I'm not really talking. There's Elise in the room. There's Kelna, Vivek, Sakos. Simon is always in the room. Don't piss him off. He's a mod, so he can kick you. <laughs> and Leo was in the room. And a lot of other people in the room. So it's cool fun. We chat, we have fun. We make fun of Italians, we make fun of the Swiss and the uniform they have to wear to to protect the Pope <laughs> and all that stuff. There's also the running joke about Simon's Nano Willy. <laughs> and what else? <laughs> I guess. Oh no, it's quite cool. Yeah, it's fun. The, the, there's a lot of atmosphere in the chat, so join, tell your friends. 
and stuff. Oh yeah, the chat um doesn't really like Firefox. So yeah, use I a, noticed. Use Opera or Internet Explorer. You can get Internet Explorer Seven from Microsoft, and it's really really good. Has tabs and there's a quick search bar. I think it handles the tabs better than Firefox. It handles them kind of like Opera, which is nice. There's a thing where you can see all the websites you're looking at on the same screen, just thumbnails all the sites, and that's pretty cool also. Has RSS feed integration, has a new design, and it's very nice. I know a bunch of you guys, I know most of you hate Internet Explorer, but I like it. <laughs> I have Internet Explorer, but I don't have Firefox. I like IE, it's good. I don't like Firefox, I'd rather use Opera. Anyway, it's good that more people are using like a collection of browsers now because it stops viruses spreading. Yeah. I've never gotten a virus through a browser. You get normally get viruses by opening attachments. Stupid people. I know. Weird. Well, you get these Java viruses or whatever. The ActiveX. Dialers and stuff like that. Well, stop going to porn sites. <laughs> you only get them on porn sites. <laughs> Mostly, or if you're looking for <laughs> illegal stuff. Anyways, um, and there's a. I, that's I, why I've never had a virus. Uh, that's you. All right. Don't, don't lie. <laughs> well, I've never had a virus either. Wow. Well, it's just an MS Blast. Everybody got the, the MS Blast. Yeah, cause, yeah. It's a funny joke. Um, I was on Messenger, and when I just got it, I told my friend, "Hey, go get the update really quick. There's this horrible virus going around, and you can't do anything to stop it." And well, except for getting the Microsoft update, and he says, "Yeah, yeah, I'll get it later." And five minutes later, he's <laughs> asking me for the link, and saying he just got the virus. So now, I, anytime I warn him about something, he checks it immediately. You see, when I got that virus, I was on dial-up, mm -hmm. and so like, I'd get on the internet, then I'd have thirty seconds oh, to okay. fix my computer, and so there's no way of me actually finding how to fix it, which was a nightmare. That was horrible. My brother knows a code. You can run a code in in, in the run command, and you can stop the shutdown thing. It's like yeah. shutdown minus or something. Anyway. Well, yeah. there's a thing in the thing that crashed it, which you can actually just set a setting so it doesn't reset when it gets the virus. But yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find that out until I got on the internet, <laughs> which I couldn't do. Yeah, it's the horrible thing that the virus is horrible. Oh yeah, on the on the cgcast.com website, I have a affiliate thing. It's like an ad. It's for Bluehost. Like for seven bucks a month, you can get. Uh, 250 gigabytes of bandwidth and 10 gigabytes hosting and whatever. If you click on the banner and then you sign up, I can get a little bit of cash so I can pay for my really expensive train ticket every month. And if any of you guys do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Oh uh, yeah, and the PF track costs 3,000 euros. Is that euros or pounds? 3,000 pounds. pounds. It's very expensive. Pounds, I'm guessing. Yeah, but the interesting thing about PF Track was it was originally an, a free tracker like Voodoo, uh -huh. but uh, <laughs> Pixel Farm decided to buy it out and it's no longer available. Well, that sucks. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people that saying open source software is bad. Uh, I think Australia and France wants to ban open source software. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Terrible. And Bill Gates was saying that the open source software supports communism. 
if you can get stuff for <laughs> free, communism is not such a bad thing. I don't see. Okay, I'm going off a, a bit off topic, but I think communism, like the the negative notion of communism, is instilled by the rich people in the America, saying that communism is bad because we have to share our money with you. You understand? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, the theory of communism is good, I, but in practice it doesn't work because people are lazy. Work. No, well, people are greedy and there's the rich people that want to keep the money to themselves. See, yeah, the government, the government true. has the money, they don't want to share it. <laughs> Look at Cuba. It's oh. also the lazy people who won't work. Well, send them to prison, like in Switzerland. If you don't want to do military service, well, you go to prison. The prison's good for them because I don't want to do anything. Oh, I get a free house and like free this. Yeah, you drop the soap in the shower and you get a free something else. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, prison ain't nice at all, and the food is horrible. I know. You've been there. Uh, I spent a day there, but that was that's a different story. And I did the my one day of military service. I'm out of military service now, so that's good. But and still, why is that? Because I'm mentally unstable. <laughs> Aren't we all? I know where you live, Franklin. I'll come for you at night. <laughs> so, I think that wraps up the show. Anything? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I've got some plugs. Okay, plug. Alright, first of all, um, if anyone's a good freelance character modeler, I could really um, get you a good full-time freelance job. What type of job? Um, I do characters. It's it's on a mass multiplayer online RPG, but it's full-time, and you need ZBrush and Mayor experience. Mayor? Oh, Maya. Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I have I've another thing stupidly. Um, but why yeah, Maya? and I could also... What? Why Maya? Why not Max? I don't know. It, yeah, it's not. It's, I'm not. It's not my job. I'm not giving it away. Um, also, I uh, could do with an environmental artist or two. Is that for you or but, the same company? Uh, the same company. So they have to use um, email me at night. So I, I I don't know why. It's their choice. Right. I can't argue with them. But um, yeah, drop me an email. Uh, That'll be in the notes too. Yeah, yeah. and check out outsource.com. Out slash dos no dash source.com. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even know your own website. It's sad. <laughs> Franklin, any plugs? Oh yeah, I wanted to plug that tutorial site. I have I just found a tutorial site that does breakdowns of VFX in certain ads. So if anyone's interested in VFX and wants to check out how certain effects are done in ads, they can go ahead and check out the site. It's called CMIVFX. CMIVFX. I'll probably put that in the show notes. Alright, exactly. don't forget people, if you're looking for hosting, click, go through it to my <laughs> affiliate banner. <laughs> Something that's very expensive and I need your help. And Google Ads does not want to help. Promise them another interview Aww. with Lee or something. Yeah, she said she'd come on another time. She was the most popular download. Hopefully, I could get Roberto Ortiz soon. 
Should, I should try. I, I sent him a PM. He's up for it. And Simon made me send a message to somebody who cannot do an interview for physical reasons. Thank you, Simon, for making me look I stupid. I didn't know. Thank I, you, oh. Simon, for making me look stupid. <laughs> Apologies. It's all right. Okay, that's it. Everything's over. Okay, that's it. Kay. Bye. Bye, so bye, bye, everybody. Good night.